So you have to continuously learn and, and grow with your team That's true. Um, and be aware of the different things. That's why, I, I, me personally, I don't believe in just like a professional relationship. Right. Like I believe right. that you have to know people on a personal level. Yeah. Especially when you have a high performing and high um, expectations, you know, as a leader and as a team, as a right. company, whatever, right? Right. right. Because right. how are you going to be able to, again, cater to them if you don't even know what's important to them? That's true. What's happening, people? Welcome back to Be More To Do More podcast, where we help you to become the person you need to become to do the things you're called to do, my boy. Now, what, how, how you to start this off? Your boy, Tone. Your boy, Tone, in the building, and... <laughs> Henry. How, oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Bro, it's so weird not being in the studio. Yeah. It's just, okay, go ahead. Yeah, but go ahead. Henry. Uh, oh, Alan Harden, the, the third. Don't forget that. Three. Bro, we jacked that all up. Yeah. It's all good. That's how JT and his day right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, man, I was looking at us like, man, we back here. A little more official now. You know, it's a little, little different. Yeah, we more established. <laughs> you know we came saying? back and, you know, you know, how you, you know how you leave, you know, somewhere and you come back like more established. Right. You got this. Yeah. But hey, that's what we're going to talk about today, man. Ooh. Like, um, being a winner, man, like, it's easy or the journey of becoming a winner is tough, mm -hmm. it's difficult, but. People don't understand that when you become a winner and to maintain that position, it's a lot that you're carrying. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fears. It's a lot of uh, concerns that you're having, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I remember one episode, um, you told me that your manager put a bullseye on your back. Oh, yeah. You know, because you was the top. It was like, hey, yeah. now you be looking at Henry, man. Yeah. yeah. So how, how does that feel? Uh, is that, got, is that got, still happening? I got darts all coming around me. Right now we're not we're not uh I'm a little disappointed you know because <laughs> we're not number one right, right. now and right. Uh, uh so I'm happy we're having this conversation today because this conversation is gonna actually help me okay um go yeah. out and uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be a winner <laughs> so, <laughs> so. well to maintain your winning position yeah because you already won a man oh uh -huh. anyway, it's, uh -huh. it's just that it's just that people are like they at you right now yeah you know what I mean? yeah. What they say, uh, heavy as the head to wear the crown? That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah, man. So we want to get into it. Y'all got fears of, you know, losing your spot. You got fears of um, trying to maintain that spot. And you, you see that person right behind you, right on your neck, man. But we're going to talk about how to ma maintain that winning position today, man. So Yeah, I like it. Let's get into it, bro. Let's get into it, man. Cool. So first I want to start off with talking about the fears of maintaining that winning position and the effect of that mindset while in the winning position. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes, sometimes we get in a position of winning. I know my default, I'm not competitive. <laughs> <laughs> right, By, like I'm more cooperative. Really? Yeah, I might be a little competitive. But if I'm number one, it's like, I don't know by default, I think because I feared that I can't maintain the position, yeah. I just let go. Yeah, you know that's my default. Is it like a self sabotage type thing, I or think just it is. yeah? Mm -hmm. I so I so I just let go, man. Because for one, we deal with um, what do you call that, man? Um, not winner's remorse, but um, survivor's remorse. Survivor, oh, no, yeah, survivor's remorse. That should be a new thing. Winner's remorse. <laughs> Winner's remorse. <laughs> episode, that's the episode title. Yeah, yeah, Winner's yeah. Remorse. <laughs> but I deal with, um, what do they call that, man? When you feel like you're not qualified to win? Uh-huh. Um, dang. 
Dang, I know what you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking about, man. You, you feel like, okay, I got here by a fluke. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes I might feel that way, man, because yeah. I'm like, yo, you know, I spend the most time with me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like, yo, yeah, yeah what do they call that? You know, I used to, I used to think like that, though. Like, right. like, well, more so, like, not, not making it and, like, sustaining the top, right? Right. Like, I used to think that, it's gonna sound kind of crazy, right? Especially like you be in the position that you're in now, mm-hmm. um, and you have hit number one. I used to be like, man, like I don't think I ever hit number one. Like I'll, <laughs> like I'll, I'll never be like the best person, right? Right, like, right, right. Like I'll never be number one. Right, right. And right. Uh, I just it's crazy because like you know you you kind of had it in the back of your mind in a sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. your work. Right. And like what you project and what you say, right. it's different. So you end yeah. up getting the result that See, you never thought you could. It's kind of crazy. Talk, crazy. Okay, it makes sense because we talk about this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a good number two. Yeah, and this right. is and this right. is the reason exactly because exactly. my work now. Now, if you want to keep compete. As far as work ethics, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my work ethic. But when I finally get to the place where I'm reaching for, mm-hmm. now I feel like I don't deserve it for some mm-hmm. unknown reason, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it it's really good that we're talking about this because a lot of people are aiming to win, but what happens when you get that position? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, um, so that's my thing, man. Um, it's not something that I'm, how can I say this? It's not something that I'm not aware of. Right. So if I am, just, you know, in case you're thinking, you know, if we competing and you feel like I'm on top and I'm going to just give up, it's not going to happen because <laughs> I'm aware of these things within myself, so I'm going to go extra hard. You know? yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just want them to let them know. Let them know. Let, me, let me put you on notice right now. I got to clear, clear that up because, oh, yeah, I got one. Right. Nah, brother. Nah, nah, nah. But, yeah, man, that's just one of my defaults, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think uh, you know it's, it is it is uh, it's, it's, it is interesting, right? And then being able to maintain that that number one position because you know I just I just think again you know again selfishly, right? right. Selfishly <laughs> on this on this uh, this episode, right? Like you know we we were number one in August, dropped number two in September, and then you know I can't remember where we ended it in October, maybe. But I think in the first quarter, though, right, we mm-hmm. ended third overall. Right. right. So it's like, and I'm looking at, you know, we're looking at this next quarter, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's like, dang. And you look at kind of results that you've that you're at, and it's right. not really. And so you start to get almost fearful, right? Of yeah, like, that's what it is. Of like, like, like I like being number one, <laughs> but man, like, how in the heck? Do I do it? Like I just, you know. So that's right. the like. Right. And you looking at the, you looking at some of the results. Is like, okay, we got to change this. We got to change that. We got to do like is these. These are the metrics that's going to help us get there. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do we? What behaviors do we have to drive to be able to, you know, s- s- uh, shift right. those results from where they trending at mm-hmm. to get into where you need them to be at to get right. on top, right? Or to get back on top, man. That sounds uh sounds like a lot, man. It's a lot. A lot of pressure. <laughs> How, how's that affect your team too? Like, I mean, because I know for sure, like in leaders, like in the leadership position, like mm-hmm. you are the forefront. You pre- pretty much the face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, 
when people say, oh, they're number one, they say, oh, Henry them number one. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so with all that pressure that you have to face, how does, how does that affect your team? Do they feel that pressure or do they feel it coming from you? I, th- I think it's, I, and this is why you got to make sure you hire like the right people. Mm-hmm. I think naturally the people that we have are winners. Okay. Right. Oh, and, okay. Okay. Um, you know, like, and so I think, you know, that coupled with them seeing the vision, understanding really every, every, you know, why we do what we do. And mm-hmm. I think they, they, they definitely feel it. Right. But they're able to right. handle it because mm-hmm. they want to win as well. That's true. So I think, you know, just in my opinion, right. Um, my, Thought leadership opinion. <laughs> Come on, thought leader. <laughs> but thought I, you know, leader. In, all, in all seriousness, I was just right. It it does make it. Um, it's not as stressful for them because they get they get why. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. Okay. I know, man. Like, and on my end, because I, I was just thinking about it too. It's not that I'm not competitive when I'm in number one. I just had. <sighs> I think it's my calling, man. I have this desire to teach everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I become number one, it's not that I'm looking at you as a competitor now. I just, let me show you how I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you so, feel like you don't, you won't teach? I, I will teach. You will teach. That's the thing. And you feel like that's going to, that hinders you? No, I don't think you? it hinders me, but my mindset shift from foot on the gas to Come on, bro. Let me show you how to. Oh, you know what I mean? Let's everybody win. Come on, guys. Hey, let's. <laughs> hey, we we made it. <laughs> but they might not have the same intentions. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, when I'm competing, it's always me against me. Mm-hmm. So if I see you on top, I'm not going to. After I taught you what I know, mm-hmm. if I see you on top, I'm not going to say. I need to catch back up with them. I'm going to say, okay, what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I made it to this point by doing this. Now I'm realizing it's a new season in my life. I probably have acquired more skills, even right. more skills in teaching. Right. So how can I teach my team to do what I've taught this person so that we can now bypass that person? So you're saying from your team, like like you want your team, everyone on your team to kind of come along too? Yeah, my team, but... Not not only my team, but like competitors. Competitors too. You know, it, it depends. It depends on what it is. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're a butthole, what, nah. what, what are the criteria? Yeah, man. If you're a butthole, it, it depends on who you is, man. Because some people, man, you just feel that envy, jealous. You know what I mean? But yeah. if it's a friendly competition, now nah, let's talk about it. Hey, this is what we can do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if you got all those extra negative. Um, spirits yeah. <laughs> behind you man like you know jealous and envious and all that man i ain't i ain't really trying to fool with you man because by all means you would do whatever you need to do to take me out mm. and, and i'm just talking about period take me out yeah. you know so i ain't trying to deal with that but you know if it's a friendly competition man, i'm gonna help you you know i'm gonna let my guards down hey let's do this together then you know if you can beat me, good. Right. Now let me come up with something else. Right. So I'm all I guess is is a part of my evolution too. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to constantly win the same way. I know there's multiple ways to win. You get boring, right? Yeah. Like you, win, like you win the same way as like Yeah. You know, mm, I, I could do that way. We know it's gonna get a result, but like, okay. Cause I, I think about it like this, right? Um you take you know in you know, I, I hate to date the, the podcast a little bit, but you know the um, there's a there's a game against uh, the Iron Bowl, 
with Alabama and Auburn. Mm-hmm. And um, Auburn, or last play of the game, virtually, right? Last play of the game, Alabama throws the, um, you know, they're down, I think, by like four or something like that. I don't remember. Right, but right. They got to score a touchdown to win. Mm. So, you'll go on help, right? So, they throw the touchdown. I mean, throw the, it's last play of the game. Auburn, and this is actually, it's kind of it's kind of both both ways. You kind of look at it both ways, right? You got Auburn. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, all right, let me, let me, let me, get, let me get the story first and I'll come back to it. The last play of the game. Alabama has the ball. Right. They need a score mm-hmm. to be able to to um to win the game. Mm. They're in field goal range, field goal won't help. Okay. Right? Quarterback gets the ball, mm-hmm. has all day to throw the ball. Kind of scrambles around a little bit in the pocket, moves his way up or down, throws the ball. Oh, that was dope. Right? Mm-hmm. Receiver in the corner of the end zone, touchdown. Right. Alabama wins. Right. And they go on to the, you know, college football playoff. Right. Right. Who they play? They beat Georgia. And now they now they you know, they're they're you know, so you know, we'll see we'll see what that what that turns out into. But like mm-hmm. the thing the thing is that um the thing is is that there's there is a there's a post game interview. Right. And the post game interview, you know, they ask I, something along the lines of like, you know, they ask Nick Saban, Hey, how did you do that? Like how did you guys were you guys able to do that? And he tells them, believe it or not, we actually practiced that. <laughs> really? I like, mean, it's so can, many ways to win. You can tell. You can tell they did. Yeah. Like, like it was perfectly in the right. I'm like, the ball didn't go out of bounds. Right. Like, it was right in the corner. Right. The receiver bro, knew what to do. Kind of like, he kind of pushed off a little bit, you yeah. know, and just, you know, but like, m- multiple ways to win because right. traditionally, right? Right. Alabama has been a team that has you know, dominating opponents. Oh, man. And man. they haven't really, I ain't gonna say they, had to, they haven't had to win, you know, last minute because they have, right? You look back at two and, you know, Jalen all that, just those, those, those teams. Right. Um, right. But like, not like that, not like a last second type, right. type win, you know? Right. right. Um, and I think that's, you know, that, that's what's exciting because you can have multiple ways that you can, you know, I'm gonna beat this team multiple ways. Man, that I think that separate that separates you though. Yeah. From being good to great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you can just sit there and find multiple ways to win. You know what I mean? And it, it might take an L too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But eventually you're gonna get back because now you found another way. Yep. If another way don't work, and you because ultimately what happened is that once you win for so long using the same routine, it right. becomes a trend. Right. Everybody don't. Yep. You know, now so you you gotta find another way. Yep. You know what I mean? So um that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I and you look at the, the other side of it, right? Um and not to get too deep into sports, but like Auburn had applied pressure that whole game, mm. got into the guy's face that whole game, that last play, that last drive, they start to relax their, you know, and go into a you know, prevent defense or whatever, like having every all all these different safeties and corners in, right? And nobody's getting pressure on the quarterback. Oh yeah. So you kind of, you know, you you've been you've been you're up to this point. You're winning the game, mm-hmm. and you change your your style or you change your 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 tactic because it's the end of the game, man. And that doesn't work. I think, in my so, opinion, I think Saban might have predicted that. Then, mm, what you mean? You know, he might have predicted that. I mean, because at this point, it's strategy. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strategy. Because who's going to pressure the quarterback and play man-to-man or whatever? 
hold the last second of a, you know, right. we're going to do that. Right. So people know that, you know, by nature, you're going to, I ain't going to say go into panic, but it's, it's instinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to drop back in coverage and make it happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, you practice against that. Yep. So like, that's good coaching and, and good leadership. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads me to the lyric of the week. Lyric. Lyric of the week. Right. And whenever you're trying to maintain a winning culture, this is how I look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to kind of get back to like what works, mm-hmm. but still you can, you can, you know, have those different things that, you know, different nuances. So that way you still have right. competitive advantage. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and the lyric of the week comes from Kevin Gates. Okay. Gates. And he Mr. says, Gates. nothing's impossible. I had a few obstacles. I go back to clocking like I never left. Mm. That makes sense. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, That's it. You, think, you break that down, right? Nothing right. impossible, right? Like yeah. having that ability to understand that, man, I can get the number one and we can create a dynasty. Right. And you got to think about it too, right? Like how long has freaking Alabama been on top? That's true. You know, like. That's true. Like, That's true. Like Georgia had that little run. They had, you know, two, three years or whatever run that, that they've been on. They won back-to-back state championship, national championships. But like, but think about it though, man. Like. Alabama is yet again back in the in the college football playoffs, and it's been like this since Tebow Tebow left college. I don't know how to feel about it though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you know, it's a little controversy, but but Bulldogs. Yeah, you know. But it's a great leadership lesson though. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So you can't take away from that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Nothing's impossible, right? Um, so understand that you can get to number one and stay number one. Right. Right. I had a few obstacles. Go back to clocking like I never lived. Right. Think about it, right? You had, I mean, I, th- I remember at the beginning of the season, I don't know how this turned into an Alabama episode, but you, know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't deny greatness, right? But, uh, You're but, a Bama fan? I'm not. I'm oh, not. Okay. I might be, you know? I might be. I'm a, I'm a fan of winners, right? Like, I'm a fan of winning, man. Um, I can't say the same for myself. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um... Yeah, like they had a few years, and even this year, right, you look at right, Bama, and right. people were thinking that man, like, ain't Saban's done. Mm-hmm. Like that was the narrative, right? The first three, four weeks in the in the in the, uh, in, the um, in the season, like mm-hmm. Saban's time is up. He need to go ahead and retire. And it was so crazy because I'm thinking, like, at this point, I'm thinking they lost like two, three games. Mm-hmm. They only lost like one game. Yeah, you know, it was against a like a top five, top ten ranked team. Which is uh, another team that's in the college football playoffs, right? Which is Texas, right? Right. right. So it's like, dang. Spoke too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, dang. Like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, man, like, no matter what's going on, like, mm. there's people that are just gonna find a way to freaking win. So that that's a good point, man, and and good coaching. So like, to the point of finding other ways to win, I think that. Even if you're a leader with that type of perspective, mm-hmm. it it relaxes your team a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I know, I, I know some leaders who, um, going back to my Wells Fargo days, man, <laughs> I know some leaders who were so obsessed with winning mm. that they would do whatever to win and they would drive their people a hot mess. Like, you know what I mean? To the point where... Um, you know, anxiety attacks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't want to call her out, man, but... <laughs> don't call her out. Don't call her out. But they would not, 
you know, they will take mental days, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the boss is on them so much about winning and staying at number one, you know, because of their reputation. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a, a leader who, who, who doesn't have options, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Who doesn't have a creative capacity, you know, to win or, mm-hmm. you know, find other ways to win. Mm-hmm. And that right there alone will cause, um, was that low retention rate? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, a disengaged uh, staff. Yep. And you know, because because that type of winning is selfish mm-hmm. winning. You know what I mean? Because you, now you're just mainly concerned about your reputation. Yep. Um, but I'm saying all that to say to say this is that when you're winning, you always should care about the people who are producing for you. Mm, you know what I mean? 100%. And that kind of takes me to the scripture of the day. Ooh, look at him. You know what I mean? Hey, you don't feel me? Oh, okay, okay. You feel the scripture right, of the day? Right. Actually, you gave me the scripture, man. I feel bad because... No, it's you, man. It's your, your thing. He said, your thing. <laughs> your thing. All right, I'm going to give you a lyric next time then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like this. Back, back on reading my Bible a little bit more. You know, just... My man, know, just... yeah, my man sending me Proverbs, man. Hey. I'm going to tell you, oh, just a little, little hack, right? Go ahead. If you don't feel comfortable or you don't have the energy to pick up your Bible, that is okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you how to kind of move past that. Cause you're like, man, I, I need to read. I need to read a word. Right. I don't know what to read, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, I read whatever day it is. So if the, if today is the, you know, sixth of the month, right? Or you know, read the sixth chapter of Proverbs. And dope. Yeah, like whatever, and this Pastor, Pastor Brown taught me this. Okay. Um, whatever, if when you read that, I guarantee you that there's something mm. that you're gonna read out of that is gonna be like, man, that hit, it hit, that right? Hit. And so just you know, because there's typically 30 to 31 days in a month, right? There's 30 to 31 proverbs, or 31 oh, proverbs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. So whatever day, just read a proverbs a day. I like that. Proverbs a day. I did that Because it's more year. practical. It's a lot of practical. Yeah, I did Proverbs last year, man, up until my son was born. Proverbs, mm-hmm. there's a lot of wisdom yeah. there, man. Yeah. Another another thing, right, and this is something that, and I, I don't know how I 100% feel about because I don't necessarily do this, mm-hmm. but the more, I don't know, I don't know, I'm going to just say it, but we don't get so caught up in trying to read the King James Version mm-hmm. or the New King James Version. Mm-hmm. Like that you kind of, cause like you go, oh, I want it, I want it raw. Like I want it, you know, I want it what, you know, <laughs> not, you know, so I want it how it's intended, right? Right. And I think a hundred percent you should read those. Mm-hmm. You should go back to those original kind of versions, but like right. read, right. I don't know, I mean, you the, you the reverend. So, you know, whatever easier version it is like that can, you can understand it right. in today's time. You know what I'm saying? I think that's also important to know too, is like, don't try to read, don't try to go in there and, and be like, you know, that art, and what you know, like it just it goes to a confusion. Don't get sleepy, man. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get sleepy. So read something that like <laughs> read a different version of it. I agree. I I know. I would say that I would have said that to my younger self. Right. You know, when I first got saved, and I don't even know if that's when I first got. I probably got saved young, man. But when I finally like committed myself to the Lord, my dad had me reading. King James, <laughs> because the 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 minister we, we was under the church we was going to mm-hmm. was strictly King James version, mm-hmm. so I would have King James and my um, Strong Concordance, mm-hmm. the book that I showed you with the Hebrew and Greek, 
And that's how I had to learn, man. Mm -hmm. You know, but now we got all these tools and, yeah. and different versions, man. But today I'm gonna read New King James though. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do Proverbs 27. We're gonna start at 23. And the word says, be diligent to know the state of your flocks mm -hmm. and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever. Mm -hmm. Nor does a crown endure to all generations. Let me read that again. Be, dil be diligent to know the state of your flocks mm -hmm. and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. See, mm -hmm. when it comes to a winning culture or maintaining a win winning culture, you have to know the state of mind of your your your, your flock. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the state of mind of your team, of your staff. You don't want to push them so hard. That's, it's good to push them, push them past their limits. Mm -hmm. But you're doing this selfish, selflessless. Right. Is that a word? Selflessly, yeah. Selfless, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Push them past their limits. Let them see their potential. But don't push them so much and so far for your selfish gain mm -hmm. or your reputation where their health or... You know what I mean? The state of their family because of the job is beginning to diminish because of your selfish ambition. Yep. You know what I mean? You have to know the state of your flock because, again, it says riches is not forever. Winning is not forever. You know, um, having a crown is not forever. You know what I mean? You can't be on top yep. forever. But by my definition, what makes you a winner are creating winners, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. And that leads to legacy leadership. Yep. If you get out of the business or if you leave your career or if you retire and you have people who are under you who's winning, that makes you an ultimate winner to me, mm -hmm. you know? And you know, that's 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 just how I feel about that. No, I agree, I agree, man. Uh, and uh, again, just, you know, real life, right? Like. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you know when you when you're when you're leading a team, man. You have to be able to understand what's important for them and be able to right. understand and stay because like things change. Mm -hmm. Like somebody somebody may they may be you know mobile. They may be able to move anywhere, right? They may be able to do anything, right? But then something happens in their personal life that changes that. And now they're tethered to a certain. So now the the way that they look at the uh, the way they look at success is different. It's different, right? So now you have to be able to to you know uh, you know communicate your message in a, in a different way than what you would normally communicate yep. to that same person. Mm -hmm. It's like, and so you just you just have to you have to continuously learn and and grow with your team. That's true. Um, and be aware of the different things. That's why I, I me personally, I believe in like. I don't believe in just like a professional relationship. Right. Like I believe right. that you have to know people on a personal level. Yeah. Because yeah. like, especially, yeah. and I just like, especially when you have a high performing and high um, expectations, you know, as a leader and as a team, as a right. company, whatever, right? Right. right? Because how are you gonna be able to, again, cater to them if you don't even know what's important to them? That's true, that's true. That is my particular point. No, it, because that also leads to finding ways to win differently. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because again, like a season may change for an individual. Yep. But if you don't know that and you're so honed in on winning, yep. you know, you may drive that person away. And that may that may be your top performing person on your team. But it's always best to know the state of the people that you are over, man. Like I do believe that you have to know 
um, the personal state or someone personally mm-hmm. too, you know, to to some extent. Now I, I don't want to know. You know, when you do laundry, I don't want to know know, where you go wash your car. I don't want to know all that. You know what I mean? But I do want to know who you are as a person. Right. You know what I mean? Because, again, I want to know, number one, what your goals and what your values are so that I can push you past your limits so that you can... Not only win here, but wherever you go, win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, I need to know how you're able to add to this team as well. So mm-hmm. that's what I had. It looked like you you're coming up with, you got some scriptures, man? Well, no, I, I'm, what I wanted to do was like. By preaching today. No, nah, I wanted to look and see like what the, like what the, you know, obviously you just read it in the King James Version or the New King James Version. Uh huh. What's the, what's, the, what's the most popular, like, just regular? You got the NIV? Is it NIV? NIV or the message? I can read either one. Which one is more? Which one is more like down to earth? <laughs> I say. Do they, do they got a do they got a culture version? Nah. We need to write. We need a We need to be more to do more version. <laughs> this will say, know your sheep by name. Woohoo! This message. Dang, what, hold on, what's what the other one say? Hold on, let me see. Hold on. Where's your you read Neep King James Version? Nah, this message. Oh, okay, so I'm saying so the original one you read is New King James, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, so that one says, "Know your sheep by name," right? And this one says, "Be diligent to know the state of your flocks." So like, you see how like like again like if you're if you're picking up your Bible for the first time in six months, three whatever it is, mm-hmm. six years, you know, six decades, whatever it is, right? Right. Right. Like, know your sheep by name. It's just you know you can it's it's more clear on what you need to do. That's true. You know what I'm saying on how you can walk out and live live mm-hmm. the word. And so these, I don't know. I just no I you know. it 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 makes the principles clear too. Yeah. You know what I mean. And principles is the key because you can take principles anywhere. Principles are not confined to situations. Mm-hmm. You know you can take principles anywhere and use them in any situation. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to know principles, precepts on precepts. Here there, here a little, there a little. That's what the Bible says. I say, what the heck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> precepts on precepts. Yeah, just, just, walk, walk me through that. Just knowing you know, the precepts. That's, that's that King James version. I'm gonna walk that. You gotta get that to me. Well, NIV right there. Well, just <laughs> knowing, knowing the principles. You know what uh, I mean? Like me, I always when I search scripture, like my main goal is to find out what the heart and mind of the Lord is really saying to me. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get into that. Yeah. You know, I want to see, Lord, what are you saying to us? Yeah. You know, words can only confine, find certain ideas. You right. Know? But I want to see, like, the full capacity of what he's saying yeah. when it comes to, to a um, specific principle. So that that's for me. No, I, no, I get it. It reminds me of... <laughs> It's gonna sound kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're familiar with Charleston White at all. Charleston, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he a little, yeah, he a little, he a little, yeah. a little controversial, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, right? But it, it makes a little sense, right? He was like, he was like, he was like, I don't identify as a Christian. He was like, I believe that son, you know, that Jesus is the Son of God, and you know, he died for our sins and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But he was like, I don't identify myself as a Christian because. Um, you know, Christians don't, Christians only go by the word. They ain't got the spirit, mm-hmm. which he, you know, he's talking about the generation and he's talking about whatever. Right. And I right. think there's a, they there's got a, the form, but not the power. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I think it's a yeah. form of, I think he's generalizing, right. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the way he sees people that could perform. And I get that. Right. I get all that. Right. But he was like, you know, he's, like, I want the spirit. He was like, I don't, you know, I don't want the words. I want the spirit of like, I want Jesus to, you know, that like he was like, and he was like, uh, he was like, 
he was like, Spuddy's a funny guy, man. The funny guy, he's like, you know, you you see, you know, Jesus tell us that we're gonna do more more miracles than he did. Greater works than how, how many people you see walking around? How many Christians you see walking around on water? That's a whole nother. You know, that's a whole, whole nother top, right? You know what I'm saying? But like, get into that though. But like, it's but just think about it though, right? It's like, but that's why I like what you said about you know you want you want to get what the word is actually saying to you, mm -hmm. and so you can go live it out and get the spirit of the word, whatever it is, right? right? Um, right. And it just reminded me of of something I heard him say. As controversial as my guy is, you know, so I don't know if he's my guy, but you know. Why, that boy fool, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, man. So uh, I think we pretty much got what we need to get out of that, man. So what? How can we sum this up? Um, take care of your people. That's it. That's it. Know your people. Take care of your people. If you want, if you want to, if you want to maintain number one, um, or being, what is it, maintain? Maintain a winning culture. <laughs> winning culture. You want to maintain a winning culture, you have to take care of your people. Mm -hmm. So all my doobies out there. Doobies. Right? Either you're again, you're in a leadership position, right? Looking to transition into leadership. I mean to let transition into entrepreneurship, right? Um, or you're already an entrepreneur, just kind of getting started, right? Whenever you have a team, mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Like just understand, you know, and and I, my personal opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Again, you want to have a personal relationship with your people. It starts with the per it starts with your personal relationships. Mm, that's true. What's your relationship with your with your parents? What's your relationship with your siblings? What is your relationship with you know your your spouse? Right. Right. Do you treat your Do you treat your wife or treat your you know yeah Do you treat your wife or you treat your girlfriend with respect? That's true. Is she somebody that admi that admires you? That's true. You know, and before you can lead, I ain't gonna say before. I don't think there's a before and after, but I'm just saying to, in order to lead people the best. Mm -hmm. You have to practice those things at home, in my opinion. Hey, I agree, man. Also, if you ain't got a relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, do that too. Go handle that. Because uh, he gonna give you the spirit, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> going back to Charleston White. He gonna give you the spirit. Go to the church gonna... open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, because I'm, I'm always for that. And, and I mean, not to sound too Say churchy. prayer with me. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not to sound too churchy, but, uh, the, you know, he is the ultimate leader, mm -hmm. and, you know, and he he already considered or had a purpose for us before the foundation of this earth. So if you got a team, that means you've been handed a team to manage. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's on you to make sure the state of the people that you're working with is cool. Yeah, it's good. You yep. know what I mean? Because you are responsible for that. But in order to know that, you have to know them. And if, in order to know them, you have to know the one who created them. Mm -hmm. So that's, mm -hmm. what I, that's what I got. Yep. And it ain't, it ain't on them to know you. Don't get it twisted, right? It says, be diligent to know the state of your flock. Your own peoples. Right? Like, it's, it don't say the flock gonna know who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, I'm telling you, bro, like, it's, it's so deep. It's so deep, man. People try to Oh man, we would do this if they, if they would do that. Right. You know, like we'll be here if they would do Right. No, you got it twisted. You got the yeah. game messed up. Like that's yeah. your responsibility to get on their accord and get them to where you are or whatever, you know, whatever it looks like. But like right. that's right. not it's not on your people to get like to like no, they're not no, no. Nah. So you've been handed that uh that uh that responsibility. Yep. So cool. Well, I'm good, man. That's all I got. I'm good, man. Yeah, cool, cool. Y'all be sure to like, share, subscribe to this information. Hit the bell, man. Hit the bell. Hit the bell, man. Let's get this information out of here. And um, I think we out. We out. All right. Peace.
team. We get motivation from the big guy. We don't play about him. Going hard for the gang.